We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just for that me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right, welcome back to an all-new episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast, hosted by me, John Baker. And me, Jonathan Motney. Well, it's been... A so long. What, what has it been, a week since we've done this? What a, and what a ride it's what been. What a roller coaster. I didn't know that you could have withdrawals from hosting a podcast, but you absolutely and, can. And I've, I've got the itch. I've uh-huh. got the scratch. Right, I've been in rehab for the week. I've got allergies, I guess, is my my main itch, because it's spring. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were allergic to not hosting. Yeah, that's what I meant, because it's spring. Right. It's a springtime duty, mm-hmm. and I felt like I was in derelict of my duties. You use yes. that word a lot? Uh, no, but that was my favorite sketch comedy group. Derelict? Comedy. Oh, you mean Derek comedy? No, it was a offshoot. It was oh, a, okay. It was a a um Finland a Finnish Finnish. It was okay. a Finnish. Uh, what do you think the origin of that word is? Derelict. I don't know, but it's seven letters. So if you can make that, it's seven points. Oh, what good, am I talking about? You you, you folks at home don't know yet, but we're talking about countdown. Ten, nine. Seven. The way you're doing six, that, it makes me five, uh, think of four, that uh, David three, Bowie song. Two, one. This is Major Tom to ground, ground control. control. Oh. I was thinking, um, in the gray wide open. Is, is that the uh, church song? No, it's just been in my head for like <laughs> four days now, and it just will not get out. I'm sorry. And I heard that if you pass it on to someone else's brain like a virus it can get out of yours and into someone else's yeah, yeah, yeah. i like your peacock nation hoodie thank you i mean r.i.p rest in peacock <laughs> yeah we recorded it on sunday mm-hmm. of last week and then it was that afternoon i believe that the peacocks of uh what's the university st joseph st st peter's st peter's yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry um, played against North Carolina and uh, got destroyed. Well, they put up a good fight. What and, day did you get your hoodie? Uh, I think it must have been the day after uh, they lost. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, because if I would have had it, they might have won. They might have won, and their coach might not have left. Oh, the coach uh, left? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where'd he go? Um, he went to Seton Hall. Wow, huge upgrade. Yeah, I mean, he... Is Seton Hall also a private private Jewish uh, college? Because there were so many in this tournament. Yeah, uh, neither of them Jewish, no. Uh, St. Peter's isn't a Jewish... Saint? You think Saint? Jesuit? Jesuit? I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, Jesuit is different from uh, Jewish. That's what I thought. Somebody convinced me that Jesuit meant Jewish. No, it doesn't. (laughs) No, it's like, it means like Catholic. (laughs) Liars. Um. Yeah, but uh, he I guess he played at Seton Hall. Oh, and also, you know, he got St. Peter's into the Elite Eight. 
Mm-hmm. And so the, he was literally never going to have his value as high as he does right right now. now. So like he would be an idiot if he didn't take uh, another bigger any job. other job that paid more. Right, exactly. Like if it, if Sam's Club wanted him yeah, to come yeah, yeah. stop by. I saw. By the way, I uh, you know I don't know how much you follow like. Um, sports on twitter and stuff never okay. I, I would say in, on a scale from zero to i would uh-huh. say on a, a countdown scale uh-huh. from zero seconds to 10 okay. seconds it'd be zero seconds okay so a lot of people will put out like they'll tweet an image with like a note on the image that to like make statements okay so somebody who's apologizing would do that yeah or apologize like on twitter. or like if you're like a high school kid and you're committing to a school or something like that you oh like, really post like a picture of you in that jersey and it's like First of all, I'd like to thank all the schools recruiting mm. me, blah, 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 whatever, things like that. So anyway, this uh, football, no, basketball, uh, Arkansas State assistant basketball coach. Okay. Post an image like that. It's like, I want to thank I don't know, Wolfpack Nation or whatever they're called um, for the amazing last seven years. Like my family and I love this city and this community and blah 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 blah, blah. Prove it. uh this time you know i'll be uh moving on but i'll never forget the amazing times that we had here and blah blah blah, blah, blah all this um i've made the decision to uh leave basketball coaching altogether but i will be staying in the area uh, because i'm excited to announce that i've accepted a sales manager position at embassy suites <laughs> <laughs> That paid him more? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But I thought it was the funniest. He just puts out this big save, like, thank you all. Uh work at Embassy Suites down the road now. <laughs> I, I've been an honor coaching your basketball players. Um, and now I'm going to do sales for the local Embassy Suites. And I think that brings up an important topic that, that we need to discuss. Uh-huh. And that is we need to raise the pay of assistant coaches in the America across the board. Uh-huh. Male, female, hybrid. You need to, you need to raise the pay because this is what they're having to do. They can't, they can't afford to feed their family, so they're having to go work a real job, and you shouldn't have to do that. Nobody, that, I stand by that. <laughs> Nobody should have to work a real job. You should just be able to play children's games and instruct people on children's games <laughs> for millions and millions of dollars. Correct. Yeah, I agree. Coach K agrees. R.I.P. Coach K. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you like my new hat? What does it say? Doesn't say anything. Is it Rough Riders? Yeah. So the minor league baseball has some um like promotion with uh Mexico. Uh or yep. for, oh, that's what the Mexican colors are. For like uh I, I guess to get more uh Mexican Americans caring about baseball. Right. And specifically Mexican Americans. We do not want Mexicans. Right, just just Mexican rooting for this team. Yeah. Um well, you know, like in uh, like uh, Central America and the Caribbean, it's, baseball is huge. Of course. Um, it's cheap. Yeah, I think soccer is bigger in Mexico, so they're trying to, you know, push it's baseball. Football. As well. Yeah. Soccer. And baseball is handball in uh, Mexico. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Um, but so there's a, a handful of teams that will be playing a certain number of minor league games this year. As like a like you know how like the in the NBA they do like Los Mavs every once in a while on their mm-hmm. jerseys or something like that. Um, so the Frisco Rough Riders, who typically have uh, Teddy Roosevelt as their mm-hmm. mascot, one of the best presidents and men ever to live. True, they'll be playing four games this year as Los Quesos Frisco. 
That is a dope. Like, I don't like Los Mavs. <laughs> yeah. Los Quesos. What was it? Frisco. Los so, like, Quesos so, like, Frisco? They're taking, like, Queso Fresco, but making it the city. So, Queso Los Frisco. Quesos Frisco. Los Quesos Frisco. And so, White this is... Frisco. A, <laughs> this is a piece of cheese with Teddy Roosevelt's mustache and hat on. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I had to get it immediately uh-huh. when they made that announcement. I was like, yes. Did they make... I will be going to whatever games they're wearing their Quesos Frisco uniforms. Wow. Um... Because that's hilarious. It reminded me of when the NFL teams go to play in Europe. Why? What do they do? They they're trying to get more. Oh yeah, watching, the, yeah. Watchers they're, over. They're, in, uh... They do like five games in England a year now. It's yeah. crazy. Um, so this week we were going. We had a multi-week sponsorship lined up with Floorsheim, and for whatever reason. After last week's episode yeah. aired, we got just a really scathing email from them. Yeah. And saying, Don't keep my shoes name out your fucking mouth is what the email said. <laughs> and it was it was so the first sentence was that, but the fucking was capitalized. <laughs> yeah. And then the second time they wrote it, it was all caps. Yeah. So uh, we don't have a sponsor this week because something weird happened with the Floorsheim debacle. I don't really understand why they were upset because we gave, I thought, quite a glowing. Yeah, I was able to wear those shoes at least six times right. before they exploded yeah. in the middle of a wedding. I like how Erica's mom liked the Facebook post. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, she was there. She yeah. had to witness my she, shoe explosion. And she told me she had PTSD from the whole thing. Oh, did she? You guys Maybe know? that's why Florsheim was upset. <laughs> Probably. Maybe a, a couple of those things combined. Um, so today, we're going to be talking about a game show that is not from these parts at mm-hmm. all. Right. It's from other parts. And it's incorrectly named. I guess we'll get to that. We will. We'll, we'll get, get to, to that it. later. That's a major dislike. Okay. Um, the spoiler alert. We've got a major dislike. <laughs> We're and starting out name. with dislikes. And didn't wasn't that a problem for us last week with the game show that we? It was did a, well. a huge problem last okay. week. Um. So, Countdown is a game show that has been airing in the UK on Channel Four, which a lot of stuff we've talked about has been on Channel Four huge over there channel. in the UK. It's a big channel. It's one of the big four. Mm-hmm. Uh, channel one, channel two, channel thirty-seven, and channel four. It does are skip. Big, it are skips the on four. the third one. Um, that's like you know how. Um, and I guess this isn't as much of an issue now because we live in a different time with the way that TV works. But do you remember how like you'd have like CW thirty-three, mm-hmm. but it wasn't on channel thirty-three on the thing. Yeah, it was. Like on on K on broadcast over the air, it would be on thirty three, but on like every cable service, it was on like channel thirteen or something like <laughs> it that. Was, yeah, something. I think it was thirteen. I don't understand it. What uh, was it called before the CW? Uh, the WB. Well, there was the UPN and WB were two separate channels, and then they merged together to become the CW. The CW. Yeah. Um, who doesn't love the CW? So, countdown on channel four the cw of the uk basically <laughs> uh in fact channel four began airing in 1982 whoa just like this show did in fact 
this show was the first thing to ever be on air on Channel 4. Pretty crazy, wouldn't you say? I would say... What a lackluster debut <laughs> well, show. Well, what what if I told you that since 1982, this has been a daily show uh, ever since with almost 7,500 episodes aired so far. And I'll tell you this, it shocks the ever-loving fuck <laughs> out of me. You're forgetting the audience that we're dealing with here. Boring? English. Bland? English. Have you ever eaten English food? Have you ever been to England? I have, and I had... Bangers and mash. It was this. I went to Ireland, and the first, <laughs> the first uh, meal that we got was at, we went to a British pub and got a giant British spread, and we had blood sausage, and I didn't think it was that bad. No, it's just boring. <laughs> they don't have a lot of interesting beans, stuff going on. Boring. And then they, oh, then they'll just be like, oh yeah, um, Indian food. That's English food because we ruled over those people until recently. Yeah, it's we imprisoned them and stuff. But but we also are showcasing their food, which which is a worthy trade off. I, I agree. Me. I agree. Um, so this premiered uh, in 1982. However, it's actually based on a French game show, and the French game show title. Makes sense. Numbers and letters. That makes sense. Numbers and letters is the name of the French game show. Uh, It's actually uh, the numbers and letters, but in a different language than I can speak. So I didn't even want to uh, attempt to pronounce it. Why don't you ask Siri to say it? Chiffres et... Can Siri not do that? Something. Say... Say, Hey, Siri, say this in French. Uh, I don't know. Do you have Siri on it? Um, Hold on. Hey Siri, how do you say numbers and letters in French? In French, numbers and letters is chiffres et lettres. Chiffres et lettres. You don't even know, you don't even know how to use the electronics on your body. <laughs> it blows my mind. Chiffres et lettres. Chiffres et lettres. And that Which does... is spelled like chiffres et lettres. Chiffres et lettres. Chiffres et lettres. Chiffres et lettres. That sounds um, like... Honestly, everything in French to me sounds like a really nice dish you're getting at a dinner. And like most if you of sat it down is. and they were like, it, and I'd be like, that mm, sounds amazing. Oh God, that. And then yes. they bring, uh, you <laughs> numbers know, and like a well, Scrabble board. They bring Scrabble <laughs> and it's edible or they bring you uh, SpaghettiOs Ooh, or right. maybe uh, alphabet soup. Alphabets. Yeah. It had uh-huh. to be alphabet soup. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, it actually debuted in 1965 and it's been running in France ever since. So in two countries, this has been running for like almost 60 years in one and almost 40 or exactly 40 years in the other. And you think that's great. You think it should have only lasted one episode, oh, but it's absolutely. lasted thousands and thousands and thousands. Can we say tens of thousands? Because if it was if it was 75, yeah, over 10,000, yeah, revival, that's for sure. Or whatever remake. Uh, right. I, adaptation, I think you would call it like Coda. You know, just one best picture at the Oscars. That was the big news of the Oscars last weekend. Was that Coda won best picture? Siri, how do you say Coda in the sign language? It's like, uh, I don't know. Um, I think you just threw up a gang sign, so we're going to have to blur that <laughs> I out. I hope I did. Um, so Coda won best picture. That that was an adaptation of a French movie also. What was the name of the French movie? Chiffrelet. Sign language. <laughs> it was like... La Famille, whatever their last name is. The Family of No Sound? 
No, it was just that would be a dope title of that. Just a regular ass name. I'm sorry. Um, So, yeah, it it premiered. It was originally purchased by the rights to a a British adaptation were purchased by a Belgian investor who thought that it could be adapted to be successful in the UK. And there was a uh, a news program in Yorkshire which I guess is like a city slash region in England. I really don't understand English geography Nobody does. at all. Nobody does. Um, I don't know. Like there are like regions and then there are cities and there are like hamlets and there mm-hmm. are like all the, like it's very confusing. But in Yorkshire, there was a news program called Calendar. And let me guess. It was just a guy reading the through a calendar. <laughs> April first. <laughs> April second. Uh, yeah, that's big in England. That type of entertainment. Um, so this news program in Yorkshire called Calendar. What they did originally was they tried it as an extension of this news program. So they called it Calendar Countdown, hmm. and they used like the news reporter or anchor or whatever presenter i guess they would call it over there the presenter the news presenter as the host of the game show okay and his name was richard whiteley and so in yorkshire this would air and so he'd be doing both of these shows back to back they started calling him twice nightly whiteley that's a great name <laughs> right that's a great name twice nightly whiteley so we so we know that british people are capable of good <laughs> names and yet they stuck with countdown yes um, and I'll, I've got a very confusing aspect of that too that I'll throw out sure. in a few minutes. Um, so the Yorkshire pudding version of it, is that a thing, right? Yorkshire pudding, I think is probably just a pudding that they take the flavor out of and give you. So it's <laughs> yeah. just, it's just Greek yogurt. Okay. got it. Um, so the Yorkshire version of it, uh, didn't last for super long, but they decided to kind of like rework it a little bit. And as Channel 4 was just coming out, what, you found some Yorkshire pudding? Yeah, food in England is so weird, I don't understand it. Okay, let me describe this. That doesn't look like Cosby's going to sell that to me. And you tell me if this is a good description. Uh So imagine a a chicken pot pie that... Every, every somebody instead of all the celery and chicken and carrots nothing was in it mm-hmm. and it it rose the bread still rose to the top and then somebody just kind of smashed an elbow in the middle of it and just completely deflated it <laughs> it's kind of looked like that okay yeah. well nailed it um I, but according to this it's four and a half stars delicious so what do you know here are here is the entire list of ingredients okay flour salt eggs milk a cup of pan drippings from a roast prime rib. So oh, it's beef. So it's beef flavored. So it's beef bread. Yeah. Gross. All right, I'm in. Now that you're... I wasn't interested until <laughs> you started describing it like that. Um, Gross. So they, as Channel 4 was in the process of launching, they reinvented it into a show for Channel 4. Hmm. Um, and they you just called it Countdown instead of Calendar Countdown. Because it wasn't after a news show called Calendar anymore. I'm sure. Um, but they kept Richard Whiteley as the host. Okay. Because they felt like he did. He was doing a good job. In fact, they kept Richard Whiteley as the host until he died. In 84? No, in 2005. Wow. So he continued to host it 
uh, for the first 23 years of the program. And then he just up and died one day. What an idiot. When he was only 61. What did he die of? Uh, death. He had a bad case. You, you bad know, case of it. You know the first question people ask you after a death is what happened. I I I believe I've communicated before how important it is to me to know how everybody died. Yes, you have. Because I I'm very curious and I was going to kill me if I don't know. Um, he died of uh, heart failure. He he got pneumonia and he was uh, went into the hot in sorry he went in hospital in hospital as after they say university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he went in hospital with pneumonia was taking a very long time to recover after his pneumonia. Um, and so they did some further checkups and found that he had some heart problems. And they're like, all right, well, let's do a surgery on this. And then uh, he died in the surgery. Oh, no. So that was sad. Um, they canceled the airing of the program the day after he died because it was all obviously, you know, they had some of it in the bank, mm-hmm. but they were still airing. Um, and so he died uh, on June 26th. 2005 i believe and they ended up his final episode aired on july 1st um after which time the show went on hiatus while they tried like random host here and there for a year at a time it seemed okay uh went through three or four of them uh before settling on nick hewer who hosted for the next decade okay and now bring it all back around to i think the first british show we ever talked about Anne Robinson of oh. the Weakest Link fame wow. is now the newest host Anne of Countdown. Robinson. You are the Countdown. Good boy. You are the That's Countdown. Time's up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, though, although Anne Robinson and Richard Whiteley and Nick Hewer aren't the only main personalities you got to uh, get used to on mm-hmm. the show here. Um because there's also uh, Rachel Riley is the assistant, and she I think of her as putting uh, the letters and numbers up on the board. She's the Vanna White. Yeah, it, in some ways, but I'll go get back into Rachel Riley a little bit and give her some okay. more credit than a regular Vanna White. And then there's Susie Dent, who is the lexicographer, right? And she lives over in what they call Dictionary Corner. Not quite a corner. Not a corner at all. Really the end of a table. I'm sure. Um, and it th- that includes Susie Dent and a celebrity guest every uh, episode. Okay. And the celebrity guest will usually last for a week or two uh, at a time of consistently being there. Okay. So now you've got to understand what Rachel Riley's doing, what Susie Dent's doing, what they're doing over there in the dictionary corner. Or... Or Uh you can save so much time in your life and Uh do literally anything else. No, you've got to understand these things. Otherwise, what is your life? Um, So the way the game show works is there's two contestants competing against each other. Mm -hmm. Two regular everyday Joes. Or Janes. Or Janes competing against each other. And there are, I believe... Like 14 rounds to this show per episode. There are a lot. Yes. And I and it's not anything different. Right. There it's are, the same shit. There are two types of games. Over and over. There are letters games and there are numbers games. Right. There are 10 letters rounds and four 
numbers rounds per contest, if you will. Per episode. Right. Um, the way that, and they kind of happen, it seems randomly, the letters and numbers rounds. It'll be like two letters rounds, then a numbers round, then three more letters rounds, then a numbers round. Yeah. Um, and the way that it works is in a letters round, whoever has control of the board, if you will, um, will say there are nine blank spots up on a board. And they'll say, I'll take a consonant. And then Rachel Riley is over there. And there's a stack of consonants and a stack of vowels. And she'll put a consonant up on the board. Mm -hmm. And then they'll go, uh, and another. Mm -hmm. And then she'll do put another consonant up there. And she'll say, it's an R. It's an S. Um, and there's a big piles of each of these. And the consonants are in the, every... They're all in random order. But the consonants are like... Um, scrabble set style where like there are more r's and n's and there's only one q and so it kind of in the amount of usage of those letters in the english language kind of affects the distribution yes of them uh in the stacks however i guess the vowels are probably pretty much a e i o u mixed up pretty and uh, sometimes why normally I don't think there's any sometimeses in the stacks. I think the Ys are probably all in the consonant. How is it sometimes Y? Did were, were you did very you rarely a teacher who accurately and succinctly described? Yes, I can do it for you. Okay. So in the word try, Y is a vowel. Why? Because it's the only vowel in the word. It makes a vowel sound. It makes an I sound. You have to have a vowel per word. Yeah. That's an English language. Rule. Yeah, think of a word that doesn't have a vowel in it. I, in English or in like Dutch? In English. I bet I can yeah, sorry, find in English. You one. In English. Like in the word yellow, Y is a consonant because it's making a consonant sound. Yeah. 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 Yahweh. The e and the O are acting as the vowels there. So you can have more than one vowel. Yeah, you can indeed have more this than one language vowel. is absolutely <laughs> bonkers um and so they'll alternate saying consonant and vowel or vowel 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 consonant consonant whatever until all nine of the slots mm -hmm. are filled up now is where the countdown begins if you will God. uh because each of the contestants has 30 seconds mm -hmm. to try and come up with the longest word that yes. they can right. that uses only the letters that are up on the board, those nine letters. Um, and so after the 30 seconds, they'll say time's up and they'll say, Jeffrey, uh, how, how, what did you come up with? And he'll say, I've got uh, a seven, seven letter word. That's impressive. And they'll say, all right, Sally, what did, what about you? And she'll say, I've got a six. And so then, Whoever has the shorter word now, the shorter claimed word, they say, okay, Sally, what was your word? And she says the word. Fuffernickel. That's way too many letters and not a word. Um, Fuffernickel. <laughs> Fuffernickel. How many letters I'm is that? I'm looking up. Um, and they'll verify whether that is a word or not. So that's where our lexicographer, Susie Dent, comes in. Yeah. She'll say, oh, yep, that's a good one. And then they'll say... Okay, and what was the seven-letter word? And then he says what his seven-letter word was. And again, Susie Dent will say, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, Here's how bad that word was. Mm -hmm. Out of an entire Google search, 
five results popped up. For Fuffernickel? Fuffernickel. And it says some results may be explicit also, oh. I noticed. Um, so, basically... Oh, there it is. Uh, this, uh-huh. this one's probably it. Woke up, fell out of bed, dot, 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 hot chicks with douchebags. <laughs> yep, you're nailing the Fuffernickel situation. Um, so, if you get a correct word that is longer than your opponent's, or you're the only one to get a real word out of it, um, you get that many points. So if you've got a seven, you get seven points. If you're able to use all nine, however, you get 18 points if you can make a nine-letter word. Thank God. That's a big one. Um, And then the celebrity who is in Dictionary Corner with Susie Dent has also just been like sitting over there trying to work out a word also, and they'll say, all right, what did you you get, uh, Todd? And they'll go, uh, oh, I, I had a, a six. It was blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then Susie Dent will tell us the longest possible word right. that could have been made using those letters. I mean, she's using a computer. She's, 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 she's cheating. She's using an anagram program in a computer. You can see that going on in front of her, okay? Um, so that's how the number round works. You get whoever has the longest word that is a real word. Letter round. Yeah, sorry. Did I say number? Yeah. That's how the letter round works. Whoever has the longest word that is a real word gets the points. Uh, the number round. Which and are, folks, and I know that you're sucked in at this You're point. sitting on the edge of your seat. You're saying, okay, letters, I hear you. But yeah. numbers? I want to. What? I want to math you. So what they do is they put nine numbers up on the board, and then you have to turn that into the longest number that you can. It's very easy. And everybody ties. Every round that I've seen, everybody ties. And it's kind of... They all get a nine. It's kind of just like we do this for old time's sake. We know this is kind of an irrelevant round, but we've done it since the beginning, so we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, so um, the numbers round works differently, obviously. There are um, numbers... On a board by Rachel Riley. Sure. Face down, I guess. There are, uh, you're going to end up putting six numbers up on the board. Um, There are four big numbers and several, and 20, two of each number, uh, zero through nine. Mm -hmm. And then. Zero? Was it one through nine? Yeah, sorry. Did you see a zero? Uh, No, one through 10, I meant to say. Okay. Um, And then there are. The big numbers are 25, 50, 75, 100. And so you can choose however many of the big numbers you want. Mm -hmm. uh, And the rest will be the little numbers. So you can choose, I want two big numbers, and then it's going to be four little numbers. Or most often I see people choose one big number and five little numbers. So they put those up uh, at random on the board. So there are now the little numbers and the big numbers. And now they use what they call now Cecil which is their computer. Mm-hmm. It stands for uh, Countdown Electronic Calculator in Leeds, because that's the uh, city that they're in. Cecil. That's where they're shooting. Uh, Cecil puts a random number up on the board. And the goal is to use those six numbers using math processes. Very simple math processes. To, yeah, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, PEMDAS. To get to that random number. Sure. And those random numbers will be like 763. Like it will be a legit random number. Yes. And you've got six numbers up there and your biggest one is 50. 
and you've got to get to 763. And again, you've got 30 seconds to create an equation using only those numbers, not duplicating any of them. You don't have to use all of them. You don't. And usually they did not. But you cannot use any of them twice unless like two fives get drawn initially and they're both up on the board. You right. can use two fives. But otherwise you can only use each of them once that is up there. So um, you have to sit there and so there's there's a six and a three up there. And so you'll go, okay, so six divided by three is two mm. times 75 is 150. Mm -hmm. um, there's a seven and a th seven times three is 21 plus 150 is 171. So you have to, in 30 seconds, make something where your goal is to get to exactly the random number that is yes. up there. It um, is just as boring as the first part of <laughs> yeah. this game show. And so if the, if the random number is 732, let's say, after the 30 seconds, they say, okay, uh, Jeffrey, what did, what did you come up with? And he'll say, I was able to get 730. Mm -hmm. And they'll go, okay, uh, Sally. And she'll go, I got 731. And now they'll say, okay, Jeffrey, how did you get 730? And he explains his equation. Sally, how did you get yours? She explains her equation. Um, and if you're able to get it exactly on the money, you get 10 points. Yeah. If you're able to get it within five, you get uh, seven points. And if you're able to get it within 10, you get five points. If you can't get within 10, you're not going to get any points. Uh, but only the person who has the best gets points. But unless you're tied, then you both get the points. This must have been different because when I watched the mine it was like mm -hmm. you either got it or you didn't you either got points or you didn't get points oh really yeah yeah well now they have you get close enough you're able to if you're the closest and you're close enough you get points and then this now we're bringing it back to rachel riley because this is the craziest part to me yeah because they'll finish this 30 second they'll say okay we got 730 i got 731 and then they'll go all right but we we got 731 but the number was 732 rachel how about 732 and then she, who she's writing this up there with a dry erase marker, basically. She's doing board, it out, yeah. And she'll go, all right, 732. You could blah, blah, blah. And she will do, solve it, 732, right there on the spot. And it's real. She's not getting any help. She has a, what they would call over there, a maths degree from university. Yeah, right. So she is a mathematician who just happens to be quite attractive. Is maths um, plural or singular? Over there, they think it's plural, maths. So but what is singular for us in America? So what they, their interpretation of the word mathematics is that mathematics is a plural, I guess, of mathematic, which mathematic. I've never heard of mathematic on its own. Yeah. But they interpret like, it as that mathematics is a plural so that if you abbreviate it, you have to keep the plural and make it maths. Okay. That's their interpretation, which is wrong. So someone being obsessed, borderline um, addicted to math would be a mathematic. They would be a, ma a mathematic. Not a mathematic. A, uh, not a mathaholic or whatever. Oh, yeah, I guess. Isn't it funny? People always say they add a holic to things. Mm -hmm. Like... Oh, uh, I'm a chocoholic. I'm a caffeineaholic. Yeah. Like whatever. Cockaholic. But people don't remember that the hall 
in alcoholic comes from the word alcohol. Only right. the ick is like a special addition. Yeah. So you'd be like a chocolate-ick. A cho- chocolate, chocolate-ick. Yeah, instead of a chocoholic. Because there's no such thing as chocohol. Like there is alcohol. I would drink chocohol. <laughs> Chocolate alcohol? Like a liqueur? Absolutely. All right. Breaking news for everybody on Tuesday morning. The Mavs beat the Bucks on Sunday afternoon. Yay. That was a big, big win for our chances to get back to the three seed. Los Mavs. Um, yeah. So she is quite good at the math and she is solving it herself and doing and pretty much every time getting it correct um i read online because i was like is she i had to google is rachel riley actually doing the math yeah because i had to think like i mean they only have 30 seconds even if they like briefed her in advance of the show she has to kind of be on the spot remembering all of the well no because it's it's a random it's a random generated number on the show so like how would she be able to be fed that in that 30 second amount of time and remember it to put it up there? Right. And so I found out she's actually doing that math. Impressive. She's very smart. Um, what, what, what a, what a beautiful, a beautiful thing to have, uh, ability in your brain and you decide to go and work on a game show. Well, uh, I read an interview with her where she said she got a, a math degree and she has maths. She now, a maths degree, and she now feels like she has the highest profile uh, maths job in the country. So she feels like she's doing a great job with it. So she's, but she's using her gift to just do math on on maths. a show, maths on a show. Yeah, but she's getting paid nicely for it. I bet. Is she? There's seven thousand five hundred episodes of this show. <laughs> she's got to. She does it every day. Think about how long her, she has to sit in the makeup chair and then film for 45 minutes. Because, by the way, here's another note. This show's length is 45 minutes, including commercials. Have you ever heard of a show in America that including commercials is 45 minutes long? That a show is on no. from 5 to 5.45? No, the whole the, the guide on the TV would break. Exactly. We don't have breaks for that. We only have them at the half hour and the hour. But think about this though, the, uh, you you could just sell advertisements to fill that fifteen minute gap on your on your television show. Think about how much money that would make. You just do fifteen minutes of ads. But I don't know what they do. The the show starts at like five o'clock, ends at five forty five, or whatever time it's on over there. Knowing England, they just do this thing. It's where on it's, like, it's a tea time show. We'll be right back, and then they just have a still picture of something. <laughs> the Queen. Yeah, <laughs> just a picture of the Queen yes. for fifteen minutes. Who's evil, by the way? I don't know if I've communicated that before. What the Queen? You know of England? Yeah, bad person, bad Why? broad. Why? You ask me. I watched that movie Spencer. Spencer. No. Nope. You, you heard of it? Nope. It's got. Uh, it's about Princess Diana. Is there is there nudity in it? uh partial okay well that's how i know you know about it (laughs) um it's uh kristen stewart playing princess diana okay and uh it's basically just about like a a christmas that they went to at whatever you know how they were like like one of them they've got like castles all over the Mm -hmm. place they're like oh this is the queen's summer castle and like whatever stuff like that 
So it's like the Christmas castle that they're yeah. at. And it's the same as the other castle. It just has a pool in the back. Yeah, exactly. And like the queen, uh, she kind of came off as like a bitch in this movie a little bit. In this fictional movie, she came off as a bitch. I don't, was it fictional? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was every, it was based off of real events in the sense that her name was Princess Diana and that's as far as they went. So I've got a quick thing I need to comment on. Every hoodie that I know, mm-hmm. it's got the pull strings sure. around the hood. Yeah. And I've never, ever once seen anybody tie those pull strings together in a bow. And and uh, here's how, <laughs> like, and like here's you how I know you're so fucking uncool. <laughs> this is how kids wear it now. Is that it? Yes. Is that it? I got I need to get, get you more You don't watch enough in Instagram TikTok. reels. And Oh, yeah. You do watch TikTok. Do how watch did TikTok. you not see this? Because there's an algorithm. Well, first of all, you're making do you not, it up. Do you, no, I'm not. <laughs> really? Yes. Kids, this is like a cool thing to do. This is the With style. the hood up? I don't know if it's the... If it's with the hood up. But, but they, it, tie they tie. The, yes. That's fucking weird. Just uh, think about the opposite of things that were cool when we were a kid. And they're like, fuck you guys. The opposite is the, cool uh, now. We're doing the other thing. Yeah. yeah. Short shorts. You would not be I caught like short wearing. Shorts. I do too. But in and one, the whole brand well, yeah, was those, based off. There the was a lot of stuff shorts. that I look back and I think, wow, that was really stupid. I can't believe that was cool back then. Uh, but anyway. Um, so they they go through these number and letter rounds mm-hmm. with Rachel Riley giving us the number updates and Susie Dent giving us the letter updates and the celebrity being like, I got three letters. Yeah. Um, you idiot. Celebrity. Yeah. And after these 14 rounds, there's a final round. And this is the maybe the weirdest part of the show to me. There's the final round called the Countdown Conundrum. And this Countdown Conundrum is... Uh, it's like a combination of words, two to three words Mm -hmm. that total to nine letters in length. Yep. And the goal is the countdown clock starts and it's a buzzer round. Each person has a buzzer and whoever thinks that they can use all nine of those letters to create an anagram of another word. Yep. If you think you've got it, you buzz in and you say that word. And if you are correct... You get the points. If you're incorrect, now the other person has the rest of the clock um, to come up with their guess for what the answer is. Um, There's only one answer, right? Yes. Sometimes there are accidentally more than one, but they will accept (laughs) either. Okay. Um, So this part I said is the weirdest part to me because this is like the big final round. It's different than all the other rounds. If you get it right, you get... 10 points mm-hmm. now keep in mind if you were able to get uh one of the numbers rounds if you were able to, or one of the letters rounds if you were able to get a nine letter uh word you got 18 points in the numbers rounds if you were able to get it exactly on you got 10 points so i would say that it's quite likely that somebody has a 25 point lead going into this yeah. final question a 13 point lead what so most of the time, it seems like the lead is insurmountable going into like the final big bonus round where you get 10 points, you should which be is able the to same amount it. of points you could have gotten in any of these other fucking rounds. You should be able to bid right. how many points yes. you want to risk. Yes. Because the thing about this game show... Is that it sucks. Is it... It almost seems like it's kind of the jeopardy of England in that it's a long-running show. You have to be smart to do well on this show. Like it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like playing along at home, I was like struggling mightily. And you're not on game. set having a timer yeah. blare in your yeah, face. Yeah, exactly. 
so it's a very difficult show. Um, and it's also like the returning champion comes back, mm-hmm. much like Jeopardy as well. But you can only uh, come back eight times. If you get eight wins, you're retired. You're an Octochamp. As they a call champion. You an Octochamp. Yeah. Um, and That's th- a good name. Yeah. And then at the end of this each season or series, as they'd say over there, the uh, all like the Octochamps from that series go into a tournament together. Nice. Uh, to, to win more money. And so this game show is maybe the I would say the driest game show that I've ever watched. That it's the most boring game show I have ever seen in my entire life. There like when I, we talk about these letter segments for example mm-hmm. and it is literally you have a minute straight of airtime, a minute straight Ten different times, by the way. Ten times that they play these segments. Yes. A minute straight of airtime where somebody's going, all right, uh, a vowel. And then she goes, it's an A. Yep. And another. E. Mm-hmm. And one more. E. Right. And we're, and folks, and, we're three out of nine. Uh, consonant. P. Mm-hmm. And another. R. And another. L. There's no music playing in the background. Nope. The audio that you're getting in the show is exactly the audio that I am providing to you right now. That yes. is a, It is a minute straight of people saying, and another, and a vowel, and somebody saying a letter and picking it up and putting it on the board. Correct. There's just so much dead time happening, basically. Uh, and there's no... It is very, um, like, educational in the sense that they're really not adding any entertainment aspects to this show. The weird, the weirdest, quote-unquote, entertainment aspects are when, like, they're just in the middle of the show, and there's that celebrity in the dictionary corner, and they'll be like, oh, Tommy, you have a story for us? And then that guy just tells a story. Yeah. For a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And then they just go on with the show. And the story is the best part of that episode. <laughs> Somebody telling a story and hopefully it's funny. Like I don't care if it's not funny. Because it's not a person going consonant. Right. Oh. Uh-huh. The other weirdest thing about this show to me mm-hmm. is that, again, so it's called Countdown. I know you're going to get into this in a minute. It's called Countdown. There's a big clock uh, up on the board. You know, under the logo it says countdown it's mm-hmm. a clock it's it moves every time we're in one of these rounds where they always have 30 seconds the second hand is moving the weirdest thing to me is that it is clearly a regular 60 second circular clock <laughs> and every single thing is 30 seconds long yeah there is n- at no point does the second hand ever move past the where a six would be at the bottom it just goes from the top around the side to the bottom. The left side of that clock is completely ignored at all times. I was so confused. I kept thinking like, okay, well, what's the 60-second thing going to be? There's going to be a 60-second thing because there's a 60-second analog clock right here. Yeah. And no, everything was 30 seconds. But what do you suggest? What are they supposed to show up there? I don't know. A digital? I don't know because uh, in Chiffre, in Chiffre, it's 45 seconds. 
instead of 30. So they also don't do 60. So, so you would have the same know. complaint. You would say, yes, why I have would. that extra Make quarter? Make it 60. Make it different. No, or God, something. no, don't make no, it sure. 60. I don't want any more. But time. what if they were able to cut out all the fucking and a consonant and another? I would love that. More. Yeah. And then they just get, use that time to add 15, 30 more seconds to the timers. It would make this game less shitty, but it would still be the shittiest game I've ever seen. Wow. So how do I'm you bored talking how about do you, it? You're yeah, you're yawning right now. How do you feel about the name? The name is stupid. Oh. The name just does not go with like I understand that there's a, a countdown you count you 30 seconds to make a word. But doesn't every game show really you have has a, time, a countdown? You have there's a timer some to sort answer. Of yeah. <laughs> you can't just wait there forever. It's just usually these games have a niche. And yeah. There's something that makes it different. And you usually use that in the title because yeah. it's a little bit of a draw or it's a good differentiator between yeah. other games. And this was it was just so it didn't match with the game. And I read about the French version and I was mm -hmm. like, okay, the game still sucks ass. But at least but it's called numbers and letters. I, yeah. But like that, what you get everything you need about this game from that title, letters yeah. and numbers. Well, that sounds boring as fuck. Mm -hmm. Well, it is. <laughs> You thought Countdown was going to be excited. You feel like it was false advertising. No. You thought they're going to have to be defusing a bomb. <laughs> I would watch that show. Who wouldn't? Um, and the host is... By the end of the show, there's 70 different hosts because so many have died. <laughs> well, can they, they've got bad contestants. What can you say? <laughs> um, yeah, originally it was half hour, by the way. 2001, they changed it to a 45-minute show, and it's been ever since... Um, yeah, it is, it is boring. It is more boring than Jeopardy, which I compared it to as being like the academic game show yeah. of the respective countries, I guess the, the long running academic game show. It's way more boring than Jeopardy. It's also like just the way that it plays out. It just seems so hard to me. Like I feel like I would have a much better chance of winning on Jeopardy than I would on Countdown. Wow. I don't think I would ever get the math round right. The math round was very tricky. Like, I, if if I was getting... In, and they don't have a calculator, by the way. Right. They they're doing this hand, all on paper. They're handwriting everything. And if I was getting within 10 on figuring it out, I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I got within 10. Uh, but people were getting it on the nose and shit. Uh, and they were just doing like a lot more elaborate stuff than I would think of generally. What do you mean? Like, uh, I gave an example that it was something that I wasn't doing very frequently where like there's a six and a three up there mm. and they would go like six divided by three equals two. So then I can use this two to multiply by this other thing. Yeah. So they're like getting themselves bonus little numbers, which I w wasn't intending to do that. I'd be like. Okay, I need to get to 300. Here's a 50. What's the biggest number I can multiply the 50 by right. now? And mm -hmm. like, and then I'll just use these other numbers to minus or add from there. Um, whereas like you've got to, you know, they're doing crazy division to get yeah to use that as a multiple. And you got to be sneaky. Yeah, it was very tricky. It's very tricky. And again, it's like uh, it's it's impressive to watch their solutions kind of a lot of the time but it's not exciting no if this i wrote this down this show uh -huh. is the opposite 
of Michael Bay, whose new movie, Ambulance, with the L.A. I highlighted, wait. I can't wait to see is it. coming out this Friday, only in theaters. I can't wait to see it. I'm so excited. Jake Gyllenhaal, God, he's the best. He's the best actor in wow. the world. Wow. Yeah. In the world. In the okay. world. What about John Turturro? It's a tie. Okay. It's a, everybody knows that the best actor in the world Here, is a tie between we'll say, Jake Gyllenhaal and John we'll, Turturro. We'll say John Turturro right now because he has a longer catalog. But okay. Jake Gyllenhaal Once he gets right to now, that age. Yeah, if okay. he hasn't made a whole bunch of stinker plunkers. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was, it was something. It was a show. I would say it was a boring show. It was so um, boring. Which is why there's another show. Uh, a British panel show that I think we'll probably do an episode on in the near future. God damn it. Is it boring? It's called 8 Out of 10 Cats. Um, okay. I'm Okay, so I know what you do. So you have a table of ordinary household items and you have a, a group of cat, a gaggle of cats mm -hmm. about 15 feet away. And they're kind of like... In a, it's like that game at a carnival with all of the... The darts? Clown heads that uh -huh. you have to throw and hit the clown uh -huh. heads down. That's what that is. And you have to hit, you have eight to kill eight yep. out of ten of the <laughs> Correct. Um, yeah, we'll get further into the details of that when we talk about that game show. But uh, it's a panel game show featuring a host of comedians. And so it starting in 2012, they started doing a version of the show called Eight Out of Ten Cats Does Countdown. <laughs> and they it's hosted by Jonathan Ross, a comedian, uh, instead of... And Robinson or whoever's the reg the regular yeah. host at the time. However, Susie Dent and Rachel Riley are both in their same roles, but it's comedians playing the game now. Yeah, see that sounds better. Yes. So we'll go over that at some point when we do eight out of ten cats. Okay. Be and this is something that they do like over the last decade. They've done over a hundred eight out of ten cats does countdowns. Okay. Um, I think they've done like 150 episodes of that. So, um, uh, Rachel Riley described it as, um, she, she tells her family, she relates to her, her like parents and her grandparents by talking about how she's on countdown and she relates to her friends by telling them she's on eight out of 10 cats does countdown. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's, it's so dry. That's the best way I could do it. Cause like a lot of shows and I've said, I've said this sentence before. A lot of shows I've called like the most British show that you could watch. The most British game show. This one, it's got the most British dryness to it. Like yeah. there, a, a lot of that, like the, how we as Americans think of British people as these like super formal people. They're like, they're like fancy Americans. Yeah. Uh, this show is, That's the, what this is show the Yorkshire pudding of game shows. Wow. It's a beef flavored. It has three things in it. Bread. Letters, numbers, and a countdown. And that's the entire recipe. That is the recipe. Much like and uh beef Wellington drippings or whatever. Uh yeah. Prime rib. It wasn't drippings. beef Wellington. Yeah, it was more probably. Is that what more. it was? Um yeah, so I I don't know. How would you make it better? What 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 are your thoughts? Make it dirty words. Make it a dirty version. Ooh, so you want the Cards Against Humanity version of this apples to apples of a game show. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yes, that's the perfect and least confusing way to describe it. <laughs> sure. How do you make it better? Um, 
I would just try to spice it up a little bit somehow. Like, I think by and large, this is the game show. So, like the game, the games, the numbers and the letters, that's fine. Keep those, but just find a way to make it exciting and interesting. And I think maybe that's what we'll see in the near future when we talk about eight out of ten cats. Yeah, because it's just not interesting and i know we have this tendency especially in america and on american tv to just really squeeze the last bit of drama that we can out of everything and do this deceptive editing so we make it look like people are upset at things that it was actually a reaction that they gave to something else at at Mm -hmm. another time or whatever um and that feeds our ADD a little bit and keep keeps us interested and, and excited. But this is so far the opposite end of the spectrum yeah, of that. There's no saving the show. That you really have to like, like even just little things, like, I don't know, adding some background music or something where it's not just a minute straight of dead silence aside from somebody going, and another, <laughs> and one more. Uh, another consonant like it's just so dry especially during those periods like the 30 seconds where they're thinking or whatever like whatever you can't do any anything about that really but the other times just need to be spiced up more yes there needs to be a lot more interest during the time when they're able to think for the 30 seconds the contestants should be able to just say words to try and fuck with the other opponents while they're trying to think. Macadamia. Or or what if they get they get if they get if they win the first round, they have the option of a distraction noise. And so they get to put on noise canceling headphones as they're thinking and a distraction noise where it's like <laughs> can or we, something plays. Can we bring slime back? I know we've talked about this last week also. <laughs> you can slime Is the there a way that we can slime for 30 straight seconds? Yeah, just 30 seconds of slime while you're trying to think of something, uh, a word. Something that would be able to put a little bit of panache Ooh. on this Chevrolet. Would you like some panache on your Chevrolet? <laughs> Yes, You're please. just saying words right now. Yes, please. That I like some CHs in them. Panache. <laughs> panache. Yeah. It's, it's, man, it's just a tough, it's a tough one to get into. Like I said, I know these people are smart because this stuff is tricky. Coming up with these anagrams and these math equations, these maths equations. Maths equations. But holy shit. And I believe, speaking of hard, and speaking of smart, mm-hmm. we've got a lightning round. Welcome to your lightning round. Ooh, do I have to like look away from your computer? You do need to look away from the computer. Okay, I'm going to look over here to the left because I see uh, blacked out, like censored words okay. on your computer. We okay. We are going to be playing in our lightning round today a show called British or Bibberish. Okay. I'm going to be reading you a name. Okay. And you're going to be telling me, is this an actual British name? Like of a person? Correct. Okay. Or is this British gibberish, bibberish? Okay. Okay. Number one. Miri P. 
purse, and you can ask for spellings as well. How do you spell Miri? M-I-R-I. Miri purse, like the thing that you carry your money with. Correct. If you're a woman. Miri purse. And are all these people like, would if it's a real person, is it like a person of note in the UK? Most, yes. Most, Some, no. Yes. <laughs> Some are just people that I work with. <laughs> um... I'm going to say yes, that's a British person. Yes, that Mary is a Purse. countdown contestant name. All right. Next. Una Siswick. Spell Siswick for me. S-Z-E-W-C. S-Z-E-W-C. Yes. That sounds like it's maybe more of like a, a Polish type of name or something. Um, an Una that also sounds, I don't know, some sort of like maybe Nordic. The Polish name. do not like vowels. Doesn't sound like a British name at all. Um, but I'm going to say it's, I'm going to go with British. It is a countdown contestant Aha, on the God, same show with Miri Purse. God, I'm good. I think this person was a child of immigrants. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Guy Fox. Um, I, yes, I know that that is a British person. He's a member of the Catholic gunpowder plot. Yes. Okay. Yes. He's got a mask. Boudica. Spell that for me. B-O-U-D-I-C-A. Boudica. And this would be a person's full name? Boudica? Yes. British. Celtic queen of the Iceni. Okay. Okay. Count it. So I've got everything right so far, and I've said British every time so far. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> this game is constructed just as well as Countdown in Alfred, terms of intrigue. Alfred the Great. Alfred the Great sounds fake. I'm going to go with Biberish. It is the King of Wessex. He is a real man. What's Wessex? It's a... a it's, it's interesting. They make it's, up so many fucking words state, over there. They just territory, move. lake... And city. They just make up so many goddamn words. They just add a letter to an existing word and then think it's a new one. Because Essex is another place. And they're like, yeah, this one's Wessex. Correct. Moving on. Number six. British. (laughs) Pontifica Weldson. British. Bibberish. God damn it. (laughs) It's definitely sounded the fakest. I know. Next. Robert the Bruce. Um... Yeah, so he's Scottish. Yes, he is king of the Scots. Emmeline Pancrust. That's got to be Bibberish. It's Bibberish. <laughs> it's, first of all, it's Bribberish. Sorry, Bribberish. Thank you. Stormzy. Spell that? S-T-O-R-M-Z-Y. That sounds like a, uh, a British street rapper to me. I'm going to go with British. Yeah, he is a British rapper. Jan Hammer. Jan Hammer. Oh, man, she sounds really cool. So I want her to be real, so I'm going to go with British. She's the owner of a tech-focused venture capital. <clears throat> and by the way, it's a him. His, it's a he, Jan. Oh, oh so maybe it's like Jan. Jan Hama. Oh, Jan Hama. Jan Hama. Welcome to the party. I am Jan Hama. <laughs> I would absolutely love to be at that party. Yeah. Okay, so you got two wrong. That's it? I think so, yeah. That's the end. All right, eight out of ten, you might say. And so, is that what you would give this show? Eight out of ten buzzers. Eight out of ten cats. 
Um, no, I'm going to give this show... I'm going to give it... Mm, oh, he had a strong rating in mind, locked and loaded, and then he changed it last second. I'm going to give it a two out of five buzzers. I don't know if I've ever done this on this show. It gets zero buzzers. Zero buzzers. You get zero buzzers. Okay. Countdown. So on, on aggregate, it's a one buzzer. Change your name to letters and numbers. And then you get, a, you get a buzzer version, out of that? You get one buzzer. Okay. All right. The letters and numbers are in your court, Channel 4. Yeah. Um, Hopefully you burn the court and start with something new. But... I don't know. I guess maybe a lot of people watch it because it's been on for 40 years. This is something a British person would like. And this I do exactly. mean that as a as a right. diss. And you they'll should... be and they'll be eating uh they'll be watching it while they're eating a cookie that they'll call a biscuit because it tastes like a bad cookie. <laughs> right? Isn't that what they have? Just bad cookies that they call biscuits? Biscuits. What the fuck, England? You count down and your biscuits, both flavorless. Yeah. Yeah. But Get some uh, flavor. Hit it with some flavor. You know what we would do? You know what I think would help Britain, England what? at all? Yes. Guy Fieri uh-huh. just goes in. Gives him some flavor. And gives him flavor to the culture, yeah. to the food, yeah. to at all. Just put flavor in everything. Yeah, England. Um, you're gonna need need to rename some of your uh, cities and stuff to like West Flavorton. <laughs> I like it. I would visit a place called West Flavorton. Yeah, in West Flavorton, born and raised. <laughs> well, no, born and braised. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, if um, you would like to inquire about booking us. Um, you can reach us at comeondownshow at uh, gmail.com. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we will be back next week with a game show that is less like watching uh, paint dry. Sure. Ideally. Right. We hope. Mm-hmm. Until then, see you guys in West Flavorton.